This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, May 8, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. As stress tests results are revealed for banks in the United States, what did they really give us? Mark Calabria, Director of Financial Regulation Studies at the Cato Institute, believes that if information was what investors were lacking, we needed it more than a year ago. The real value provided by these stress tests is to get you a uniform measurement across institutions. I mean, prior to that, you had each of the institutions running their own internal models. I mean, while you had the basic capital rules, you had you didn't have as much of ability to compare apples to apples across institutions. And also a very big uh, plus was that these stress tests brought in off-balance sheet items. And one of the big questions in this whole financial crisis is sort of where are these assets at that weren't on balance sheet? And that was, for instance, what did in Bear Stern. So I think that has been a great value. Uh, and I think that will be able to give people a little bit, maybe not certainty, but they'll have at least some knowledge of where the where the bombs are that lay. When I spoke with Anna Schwartz on the subject of determining the quality of banks, uh, she suggested that as soon as some rumblings started occurring within some major institutions on Wall Street, the Fed should have sent essentially auditors in and gotten a bunch of information to the public as quickly as possible to so that the public could determine the quality of banks' balance sheets. I, I think she's, a, she's 100% right on that. I will tell you, when I first heard the proposal of stress tests, you know, my first reaction was, weren't you guys doing this already? I mean, what do you do as bank regulators? Um, so some of this, you know, is kind of covering of their posterior years in terms of trying to say that they were doing their responsibility because a lot of this the regulators should have been doing otherwise. The caveat is here you're trying to get that information out there to the public. And depending on the actual format that we see, because I think the aggregate data will almost be useless. Um What's going to be important is the institution-by-institution data. So when that comes out this afternoon, we'll actually have an opportunity to see what disaggregated double uh, data by uh, institution. That's going to be the important thing. That's going to be the valuable thing. It seems odd that within a year, we've had a TARP money go to banks regardless of the relative health of those banks with the stated purpose of not creating a panic. A, a panic among investors, financial sector investors, in terms of the, the quality of the banking system as a whole. But that was actually meant to keep the public from having certain information. Oh, correct. And here we have a case where the goal really is to help people decide quality of, of banks, isn't it? Well, I, I guess it depends on who you ask. I'm not convinced that the goal of the Treasury Secretary is to help the market sort of figure out which banks are good and which banks are in bad health. I think the goal of the Treasury Secretary is to try to tell you that the financial system is in good health. So the method of all along trying to make the entire system look well by sort of hiding the results, uh, I think that they're going to continue on that. And I even think you're seeing that in some of the spin now. And it really does depend on the quality of data that you get out there. But I don't think Treasury's given up on the primary purpose this all along has been for them to tell you that everything is okay. Tim Geithner has said that he expects banks, uh, based in part on these stress test results, to pay money back more quickly. And uh, that doesn't necessarily seem like a good thing Is if, as you've said, a lot of that money will just go back into TARP. 
Well, and I think that's a very, a very important question. I mean, there is a balancing. Uh, I mean, you've seen on one hand the Treasury Department say that we're going to be the one who decides who pays but what back and when, and we're going to set whatever constraints we want. And now it's being said that if you can't go out and sell debt that's not guaranteed by the government, then we're not going to let you out. So there is a degree of the Treasury keeps moving the goalposts on what it takes for you to get out of paying back your TARP money. But on the other hand, there is certainly that well, we might actually need that TARP money from healthy institutions to pay back to less healthy institutions. I think there's a very real question of to what degree did the overall pot of money they have left, which is a little bit more than $100 billion, drive the results of the, what the aggregate's going to be in terms of the stress test. Because I don't think that Treasury had the ability to come and say, well, the banking system is deficient, two or $300 billion dollars. But, you know, we don't have that, so what are we going to do? So the last thing they ever wanted to do is put themselves in a situation of saying they need more capital to put in the banks than they actually have to put in the banks. Had the Fed gone in much, much earlier and gathered up a bunch of information and just handed it essentially to markets, could we have avoided a bailout? Oh, I think we could have avoided a bailout, you know, with or without that. I mean, my mind uh, – I mean, I, these, these were bailouts of choice. All along, so the the argument from Bernanke and others that we had no choice and we had to do this, I, I think, is is utterly false. Um, there was a, a extent to which the information was not getting out there, and the market did not have a clear perception. And I think that was valuable. Uh, I think it would have been valuable for the market participants to know what the off balance sheet exposures of these institutions were, and that was something that the Federal Reserve, the Treasury, the bank regulators could have done, should have done, and should have got that information out there. Um, I mean, the caveat all along with the bailouts has been, are you willing to let these institutions fail or not? Um, we don't change anything now. We haven't changed anything in terms of the health of these institutions by saying, well, we're not going to let them fail. Mark Calabria is Director of Financial Regulation Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org. 